Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Kelly here. And today I want to talk about how to opt into cultivating safe spaces. This is an important topic because so many of us as Black women are looking for safe spaces. We are often feel like we are marginalized, pushed to the side, ignored, or the opposite happens. We're very visible, but for a lot of negativity. And being a Black woman doesn't always feel safe. The data and the statistics back that up. And we know that the everyday journey of being in the body of a Black woman can be a very traumatic and unsafe experience. And so in today's episode, I really want us to opt out of struggle by finding ways to create safe spaces for ourselves and for each other and really opt into that legacy that we have, that a true inheritance of community. And of course, as always, joy. So I know for myself, when it comes to cultivating and finding safe spaces, that has not been easy for me. A lot of this podcast, as you know, is a lot about my own journey to not be stuck in struggle mentality and to really access a life of joy for myself. And part of the reason for so long that I didn't feel a lot of joy in my life was directly linked to the fact that I just didn't feel safe. I'd had a lot of personal experiences with folks, both in and out of the community, that had made me feel unsafe. And having a life of that left me scared to be vulnerable, scared to open up to new folks, and feeling really disempowered about the concept of safety, like that that was beyond something I could provide for myself. And it really wasn't until I realized I actually can create my own safe space. And also knowing what that meant to me, being able to define it, and finally then creating that for others, right? True safe spaces is not just a one-way street. It's not that I only go to places that feel safe for me. It's also that I create space for other people to feel safe. And I feel like in our community, we're really good at developing community with each other. But there are times when we are in community with each other, but it's not always from a space of safety that we undermine our community when we engage in certain behaviors. So I want to list off some of the things that can help you identify unsafe spaces and then talk about how to then 
create and cultivate that safe space. But before we do any of that, the first thing I want to be able to talk about is knowing what safe looks like to you. Because the other thing that occurred to me was there are many of us who've never felt safe. We've never felt safe in our family to maybe be our full selves. We've never felt safe in partnership with folks. We've been hurt or traumatized by people. Certainly don't always feel safe in the professional realm, in our work realm. We may have had friendships where betrayal has been a part of that friendship and dynamic. And I want to honor that the idea of safety for so many of us feels like a fairy tale. And I can absolutely say from the other side of it that I felt the same way, that I thought the concept of safe was not available to me, that real safety for me meant going in myself, retreating, having a real active imagination and a real resilience around telling myself I'm okay, that that was the only way I thought I could create a safe space. And that left me in struggle. That left me attracting people and jobs and dynamics that reaffirmed what I already believed to be true, which is that I'm not safe as a Black woman. And while, yes, it's objectively true that there are elements of being a Black woman that put us in danger, but to think that there's no place of safety for you would be a loss. There's so many places of safety, even if it's just this podcast. And if you're struggling to find safe spaces or think about the idea of safety because you've had some significant trauma in your life, know that there are resources there to help you. There are hotlines, there are mental health professionals, and give yourself a gift by seeking out support and services to do that. With that being said, let's discuss how to even identify if you're in a safe space. Because on the other side of things, there were times I was in community with people and thought I was safe and I was not. And I was in different relationships and not feeling safe. And it's because I ignored some really clear red flags that let you know when something is an unsafe space for you. And the first thing to think about is lack of respect. Whenever people do not respect your boundaries, do not listen to you or are dismissive of your feelings or minimize you in some way, you are not in a safe space. Oftentimes this may show up in a professional realm where we're constantly fighting to get scrap of the attention other people are getting, that people are belittling our accomplishments, but it can also show up in our personal life. Oftentimes we may be in partnership with people or we may be in friendship or in family dynamics with people who are jealous of us. And that jealousy leads them to be belittling and that jealousy leads them to not respect us. It can be as small as being in dynamics with people in any type of relationship, whether it be platonic, familial, or romantic, and having people just not respect basics of your life, not respect your time, not respect your preferences, what you want, what you like. When we are constantly around people who do not respect us, it is fair to assume that they are not creating a safe space. And I want to be clear that. Not everyone's intention is to create an unsafe space. 
if we are in the struggle and we are not on our own healing journey, we may be creating unsafe spaces without even realizing it. And we'll talk about that more in a minute. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal. It's fun. We guarantee you're going to love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Everything is up in flames. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Our lives are filled with compromise, but one area a Black woman should never compromise on is her health. If you're looking for a tool that can help you find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health, check out ZocDoc. You can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally, there'll be no compromises because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. All of these doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for the ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat basically any condition you're searching for. I've used ZocDoc myself to find members of my medical team, and it has been so easy to use and connect with the right providers for me. Go to ZocDoc.com BGB and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash BGB. ZocDoc.com slash BGB. The other way to determine if you're in an unsafe space is constant criticism or negativity. We all know people and have people in our lives that no matter what is going on, they have a negative spin on it or they criticize everything that could be good. 
And there is a difference between people being realists and telling us the concerns they may have about a thing or a good deed or some event. And then there are people who just cannot see the good in anything. Anytime you find yourself around people like that, you obviously don't feel safe to disclose the good things going on in your life. The other way that we can feel unsafe can be gaslighting. I am always cautious with the word gaslighting because I do believe it is misused in our society. I do think we are misusing the word and the term gaslighting. But to be clear, gaslighting is a specific form of manipulation where a person tries to make you question your sanity or your perception of reality. It happens often in abuse dynamics. We see this with people who may be in a domestic violence situation. We also see it where people in family dynamics, where there's abuse running through, where they will literally tell you an event happened, the exact opposite of your remembering. Anytime gaslighting like that is occurring, immediate unsafe space. But like I said, it is important to understand what lack of safety looks like because you have to know what safety is. Sometimes we learn things by what it's not. That when you feel respected, when you feel built and there's a lot of positivity around a relationship, when people affirm you and affirm your reality versus undermine your sense of reality, that's how you know what safety looks like. And it's important to say that you deserve safety. It's not a luxury. It's not an afterthought. It's a necessity and it's what you deserve as a Black woman. And since you deserve it, it's really important that you learn to give it. And one way of thinking about that is, are you positive with folks? Are you someone who's supportive? Do you respect your friend's preferences or needs? Are you their biggest cheerleader or are you the biggest naysayer? When you are challenged on something, do you accept responsibility or do you rush to make someone question their reality about a situation so you don't have to be accountable? Again, there may be times in our lives where we are an unsafe space. I know when I was not doing well, when I was at my worst, I was not a positive person. I was not someone who was knowingly trying to disrespect anyone's boundaries. But because I was so unwell with myself, I was so in the struggle, I was unintentionally stepping on other people's boundaries without meaning to do it. So this isn't about saying that the people who we may feel unsafe about are bad people or that we're a bad person. If we do this inventory, we realize, oh, I really am negative. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that we may be unintentionally creating an unsafe space for others, but also making sure that we don't have any safety for ourselves. So if we know what lack of safety looks like, how do we go about creating and cultivating those safe spaces? How do we opt out of leaving behind the fear and the lack of safety into opting fully into cultivating that safe space? We can do it in a couple of ways. We can do it By setting boundaries, first and foremost, letting people know what our preferences are, what we like, what we don't like, what our emotional boundaries are, 
setting a standard of behavior that we're going to accept from people and not accept. What is the behavior that I want in my life? And what are the deal breakers in my friends, in my family, in any partnership? The other way we can do this is by having those supportive relationships, making sure that we are spending the most amount of time with people who respect us, who cheerlead us, who support our growth, who listen to what's going on in our lives. And then it's all about coming back to the source, coming back to ourselves. You can create and be your own safe space. And in fact, you have to be. We've talked a lot about running and not being able to stand still and to pause and what that looks like and what that can create. It can create a whole life of avoidance. But you are your first and foremost safe space, creating a meaningful self-care practice, taking time for activities that actually nourish us in all ways, emotionally, physically, mentally. Those are the things that create safety. And what I realized was when I didn't feel safe anywhere, the primary reason I didn't feel safe anywhere was because that started first with myself. I didn't trust my judgment. I didn't trust my good intentions always. I was always down on myself. Therefore, I was always down on others. I didn't think things would be good for me. I didn't think there could be a happy ever after for me in any context or sense of the word. I wasn't my safe space. And so because I wasn't my safe space, I couldn't expect it of others. I didn't find it of others. And I certainly wasn't creating it for others. Start by taking care of yourself. And figuring out what do I need to feel safe within me and in my life. Make your physical spaces safe in the sense of not just like making sure it's not a fire hazard, but make it safe in the sense that you surround yourself with beauty and things that bring you peace and joy. Creating even like a little meditation or prayer corner, a reading nook. For me, I'm a big reader. And so I have a little reading nook in my bedroom. And it means the world to me, just knowing it's there. I don't sit in it every day, but just knowing it exists and I can pull a book out and read is everything to me. You deserve to feel safe. And first and foremost, you have to feel safe within yourself and not in a avoidant way, right? Like I started by telling you, yeah, I, I thought the only place I found safety was in myself. But really, it was an avoidance of other people. It was out of cynicism that I didn't think I could find anybody who would be a safe space for me. And I didn't trust myself to even really create it. I just was ignoring everyone else. Start with yourself. Set boundaries. Eliminate people who are disrespectful. Eliminate people who are disrespectful or constantly negative. And instead, push yourself toward creating physical and emotional spaces that make you feel safe. And once you're in that place, you'll be able to cultivate that safe space, both inside and out for yourself and for others. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. 
We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.